This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the O'Connor Bootstrap Videocast, or if you're listening to audio, podcast. Um, Just a quick note that if you're an audio listener and you notice my podcast titled "Why How Business is Like a Marriage or How Marriage is Like a Business, I got it mixed up in my head, was the same podcast as the week before. I actually uploaded the wrong audio file. I have now fixed that, so if you're a listener that was trying to hear that, I do, sorry, my mistake, can go, you can go back now, I fixed it, it's got the right recording, and now you can go listen to that. Anyway, with that out of the way, let's jump into this. So, today I'm going to talk, continue on the series of required secondary powers. And the secondary power, as it were, the secondary character trait of successful businessmen, business leaders, successful leaders in general, successful parents, pastors, husbands, just successful people in general. There's one quote-unquote power character trait that they seem to have, which is the most important, most impactful character trait that is, and that is a giving spirit. Now, you might think that having a giving spirit, why would that be so important? How can you say that? Now, I'm saying this very strongly. I'm saying that going out on a limb and saying this is something that's like an absolute most important character trait to developing yourself, because you can. Is a giving spirit to succeed. Now, why am I so adamant about this? It's because the traits of a giving spirit keep popping up on books on business, books on leadership, and in college papers by business leaders, college research projects. This is all over the place. What do I mean by all over the place? Let's let's go with, we'll start with a book called Thou Shalt Prosper by Daniel, by Rabbi Daniel Lapin. Lapin. Um, I always mispronounce his name. Daniel Lappin, whom I've actually had on guests, and a giving spirit is kind of mentioned. I can't remember the exact reference, but I did catch that this is something that was referenced, the giving spirit, in his book, which is kind of interesting. And then in 48 Days to the Work You Love, it's hinted at as well. But even more so, I listened to a college lecture a lecture course on the great courses on Audible, and in this course, it was a guide to business. It was all this business, business accounting, business development, some of the things I I will talk about in future podcasts come from this lecture. Very, very good lecture, very much information, and right in the middle of this lecture was this comment about having a giving spirit being very important, and they referenced a research paper, which I will get to in a moment. Then there's a book called The Monk and the Merchant. Again, a giving spirit seems to be an underlying theme. 
as well as the book Good to Great by Jim Collins, which I will also be talking about today. The, one of the characteristics of a level 5 leader seems to be a humble and giving spirit, even though he doesn't use the word giving in it. What he describes is a person with a giving spirit, and I'll expound on that here in a moment. And then, of course, there is that that research paper this guy named Adam Grant did that came to the conclusion that givers are the winners. They're the best in the business. They're at the top of the scale. So if you're going through book after book after book after book after book on business and leadership also, by the way, um, in the book 21 Laws of Leadership, I blanked on the guy's name. He, that guy, also talks about giving in there. And John Maxwell, John Maxwell, 21 Rules of Leadership. Again, giving is in that book. So across the board, giving seems to be a key element within it. And if you go back and listen to my podcast from the past couple of years, I talk a lot about value give people value. But in order to give people value, you have to have a giving spirit to consistently look for ways to provide value for your employees, for your customers, for your coworkers. The more value you bring, the better it is to do that. It's easiest to provide value if you come with a giving spirit. And key part of being a giving, being a giver is something Adam Grant does talk about is you're a person who helps other people without looking to get something back. It's not a, I, I will scratch your back if you scratch mine. It's a, I'm going to scratch your back because you got to itch. No worries. Don't worry about it. That attitude. So let's jump into this a little bit more. Let's go to here. And share screen. Okay, here we are. This is a little blog I wrote about it. And I asked a question on this one Who do you think the most successful person is? The hard driver, the nice guy, or the average dude? So let's go over to Adam Grant right over here. By the way, if you want, I'm going to link to the blog in the description as well. So over here, okay, nice guys finish first. It's an article on slate.com. Again, I will link to this article as well. And it's an article about Adam Grant. And I'm just going to read the opening here. It says this, we often assume that the people most likely to zoom ahead within organizations are the ruthless, pragmatic types who are all about number one. People always looking for ways to benefit themselves. Operators who try to derive maximum gain from every workplace transaction. According to Adam Grant, that assumption is dead wrong. Grant, at 32 years old, is already a major star in the world of organizational psychology. And it goes on for a moment, listing all his accomplishments. And it says that he did it because he was being generous and selfless as he can. So, I'm going to go down to his book. And it says this. 
Grant divides the typical workplace into three types of people. Takers, matchers, and givers. Takers are those selfish folks who always have a sharky angle and forever put their personal interests ahead of everyone else's. Matchers, the bulk of us, view the, view the world in terms of fairness and balanced ledgers. I scratch your back and with the unstated but firm understanding that at some point you will scratch mine. Hence, that's why I use that analogy. Givers, by contrast, perform all sorts of selfless acts with no expectation of reciprocity. Re can't pronounce that word. Res 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 yeah, recipe. I've been in Norway too long, can't pronounce English. Recipe. Anyway, they tirelessly pitch in for the colleagues, eagerly mentor their underlings, and regularly prioritize other people's needs above their own. And so, continues, you might guess that the givers, while lovely people, lack the sharp elbows required to get ahead in corporate America. And to some extent, you're right. Grant acknowledges that studies reveal many givers tend to linger at the bottom of the food chain with low promotion and productivity rates. They fail to excel because they're too busy helping other people do just that. But though overrepresented at the bottom, Grant's most interesting finding is that the givers also climb to the top. You'll find givers masked at the two ends of the spectrum with takers and matchers in the middle. So, I'm not going to go further on this article. It's a, quite a long article. I do suggest you read it. It's good. Go check out Adam Grant. Turns out he has a podcast. So, when doing this uh, podcast, I actually tried to record it once. Had a mistake in it. Had to start over. But when I was doing my first trial run at recording this, I thought, you know what? This guy would be cool to have on the podcast, so I have now officially reached out to his people to see if he'll be nice enough to come on the podcast. We'll see. We can hope. So, givers are people that do give to other people. They do take care of other people. But there is a danger of being a giver. You can wind up on the bottom, and you can wind up at the top. Now, let's talk about another example of a giver. Let's go over here to the level five leadership. Now, what is level five leadership? Level five is the top level of a leadership structure that Jim Collins explains in his book, amazing book, Good to Great. A book that I absolutely must recommend. It's a wonderful book. Go check it out. Good to Great. If you're in business, if you're not in business, if you're a leader in any capacity, Go read this book. Now, especially if you are in business, go read this book. If you want to start a business, go read this book. It's an amazing book. I highly, highly recommend it. Anyway, one of the characteristics of a level five leader on this website here, which breaks it down, just Google level five leadership, you'll hit a lot of hits. It says level five leaders use their personal ambition to make the company greater rather than making themselves successful. Paraphrasing here, what it says is using your personal ambition, because this article is written as if it's talking to the person reading it directly. I'm reading it to you guys. So a level five leader uses their personal ambition to make the company greater rather than make themselves successful. That right there says giver to me. They're more concerned about the success of the company 
something external to themselves, then making them look great. It's not intro. If it's not focused inward, it's focused outward. The focus is us taking care of others. And let's go over here. Here's another thing about leadership and givers. And this example here says something that I think is very important. On this webpage here, Roger Morgan for it says this. The qualities of level five leadership. And the first one really, I think, nails the giver attitude. Self-facing, but resolute. Jim Collins' level five leaders tend to avoid the public eye, have a reserve demeanor, and even tend to shyness. But while not ambitious for themselves, they are ambitious for the company. They never back down from taking responsibility or making a difficult decision. For example, Darwin E. Smith, CEO of Kimberly Clark from the 70s to the 90s, was no darling of reporters. He wrote, wore unfashionable suits. He was uncomfortable in interviews and preferred the company of manual laborers that of fellow executives. Rather than take flashy vacations to exotic locales, Smith spent his time off on his property in rural Wisconsin performing hard labor himself. Smith's aw-shocks demeanor, however, belied a rigorous and gutsy businessman. Shortly after he became CEO in 1971, Smith and his team determined that coded paper, which constituted the core of Kimberly Clark's business, featured both little opportunity for growth and poor competition. He made a momentous decision to sell the company's paper mills and go all in on consumer paper goods where the growth potential was significant and the competition fierce. The decision was panned by interesting analysis, panned by interesting analysts, but it paid off. During Smith's 20-year tenure as CEO, Kimberly Clark produced cumulative stock returns, 4.1 the general market return. Smith exemplified Jim Collins' level five leadership. So, don't get left over. You can look at this handsome guy here. Um, point being, here's a guy who was very humble, preferred uh, working on his farm, hanging out with the guys, and yet he was strong enough to make a massive change and win with his company. Now, real quick, I'm running out of time right now. See this guy right here? This is Bob Berg. He is an author of the book called The Go-Giver. Now, this book is basically an instruction manual of how to go from a taker into a giver, or how to move from a person who's just a normal, everyday, you scratch your back, I mean, I scratch your back, you scratch mine type of person. His book is an amazing book on how to get break out of that cycle. Now, what's really cool is if you see this this picture here, why do I have a picture here? Because I was very much blessed to interview him on my podcast a little while ago. I got to interview him in um, April of this year, which is just amazing that it was very cool he came onto my podcast. Now, I've invited him again to see if he'll do one again to come on the video cast. That'd be wonderful. So hopefully he will. But I will le put a link in there. And you can go check it out. But yeah, he came in, and being a giver himself, he came and interviewed. His book, The Go-Giver. Hello again. His book, The Go-Giver, is an amazing book, like I said. You can go check it out. And real quick, uh, he talks about this five principles 
of stratospheric, five laws of stratospheric success. And they're the law of value, the law of competition, compensation, not competition, the law of compensation, the law of influence, the law of authenticity, the law of rep, and the law of receptivity. And I will go more into those in a near future where I'm going to break them down part by part. Matter of fact, if you want, you can go look at my website, go through. I have all these laws I dig into in depth. But these laws are all surrounded giving and being a giver, having a giving spirit and being a giver at heart. So I do say you want to check that out. Go check it out. So with all this there, you need, I, I can say this, that if you want to be a good leader, if you want to start your own business, if you want to be a bootstrapper, entrepreneur, if you want to be a better manager or just to be better at working with your local youth or your kids or whatever, it really helps to be a giver at heart and to develop this. It can really change your relationships, not just in business, but very much so in business as well. So again, giving a spirit is an amazing thing. And by the way, two guys in the balloon industry, I would not be here today if I didn't have two guys, a guy named Dave and a guy named Chris, Chris Demo, and Dave, oh, my mind just blanked on his last name. But um, Chris Demo is a guy who's a balloon artist. He has a huge company in Australia, which has taken a few hits, I have to say, and because of COVID, but he was so cool. Dave Mahoney. I can't believe I couldn't remember Dave Mahoney. But he was on a lunch break. I was panicking. He's in Australia. Different time zone. Thank God that he was nice. I gave him a call. I called him on Facebook Messenger and said, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm freaking out. I can't do this design. And this guy was great at it. He's produced DVDs on this one and instructions. And he stopped in the middle of his lunch break at a training exercise and helped me out. He didn't have to do that. I didn't pay him for that. He just did because he was taking care of a friend. And he's got one of the largest ones, David Mahoney. I can't believe I blinked his last name. I know way too many Daves. But David Mahoney, he took me under his wing and he helped me change my business and change my business for the better a lot. Took his time. And he's a busy guy. He's got 12 and 13 employees. He's got huge amount of people working for him. Very busy guy, but he always stops to help people out. Same with Chris Demo. They're always posting on Facebook. They're always helping out people with questions and tips. They're reaching out, helping the newbies out, spending their extra time helping people out with no even thought of getting anything back from these guys. They're just helping it out, and they're the most successful people. So I truly believe that the, the best businessmen are all givers. It just plays out every time I see it. Look at a great, great businessman. You'll probably find that they have a giving spirit somewhere underneath. Anyway, with all that, I got to run. Oh, by the way, just to let you know, there's my podcast, the audio podcast, but there's also the other podcast that got this started, which is the Athos Business Optimization Podcast presented by Jason St. Clair, my business partner. Go check it out. Link in the description below, of course. And uh, please like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. 
and I want to hear back from you. What do you want me to talk about? What can I do to make things better other than obviously get better at recording, get better camera, all that good stuff. I'm working on it. So um, let me know what you think. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www. A T H E O Z dot com or A the Oz dot com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.